0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on go GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by.
1: We're headed down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. This is Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN, presented by Together Credit Union.
0: Together Credit Union, the City SC Visa Credit Card is exclusively available at TogetherCU.org. Welcome back, balloon party, driven by ass St. Louis actor and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN, and it is indeed our pleasure to welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen, Taylor Twelman. Morning, Taylor. What's going on, my man? How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? How was the trip back to St. Louis?
1: Amazing, amazing. It was the weather was great, uh, but the game was uh, breathtaking to say the least.
0: Yeah, what stood out? I mean the atmosphere I always anytime I tune in, uh, I'm going man, that atmosphere is incredible. You were on the call. you got to see it firsthand in addition to the performance on the field. but uh, what did you think of that atmosphere for the game with Kansas City? I,
1: I just think some of the you know build up with whether it was sporting Kansas City and the soccer capital of the United States and all of that uh as i would call baby games for lack of a better oh, phrase like and leading games. into it i loved it Very nice. i loved it i loved everything about it um there needs to be a little anxiety there needs to be a little angst there needs to be a little um hatred towards one another for a rivalry to be a rivalry and um
0: I think St. Louis City uh, made a statement in the opening game yeah and uh and took a, an early advantage uh with the pk uh Kansas City's uh manager not on board with the call. What was your analysis uh, of the play that set up the pk? uh'm listen Peter Vermes is kind of, it, it was a soft penalty to say the least. Now
1: there was a viewpoint that uh VAR used. We did our best to zoom in, and we couldn't provide that during the broadcast. So we had to use the real-life live action video and trying to pause it the same way they did. There was contact, but for me, it's soft. Um, If he doesn't blow his whistle, I'm not saying they need to go to VAR to change that either. So I don't think Peter Vermees is wrong. Where he is wrong is whether there is a penalty or not. His team was not ready to play, and St. Louis was.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, 4 nothing. I mean, whether there was or not, exactly, there's still three more goals uh, coming after that. And that was uh, an impressive performance across the board. What worked on Saturday night that really hadn't been there in some of the games here over the last month or so where City had gone from the hot streak to start the season to uh, some struggles?
1: Yeah, it had absolutely nothing to do with the four goals. It had everything to do with the mindset and the way St. Louis City prepared for the game and set foot in the opening whistle. And what I mean by that, Tim, is that I would say for the last four or five games, they've been second best energy-wise. They've been second best in the physical aspect of the game. And you and I have talked about it every single week. If physically you're not up for it, this system doesn't work. And so the only way this system works is that all 10 field players in front of Roman Berkey are on the same page on the front foot, making sure that you're defensively a nightmare to play against. I thought Joe Acchini was fantastic because he was way more disciplined with his positioning. Obviously Berkey stood on his head as he's done throughout the entire year. But for me, the biggest difference was from the opening whistle, all 11 players were on the same page about what the good game plan was. But more importantly, they were ready to punch Kansas City in the face, which they haven't done in the previous four or five weeks.
0: You mentioned uh, Berkey's performance, Taylor. Uh, he uh, certainly bailed them out a couple of times, and he's he's been doing that as of late. He has uh, been a bright star. What did you see from him on Saturday as you were on the call?
1: Well, what's interesting is that, like – The saves were made when Sporting Kansas City were chasing the game. Other than the first one in the first half where, obviously, Polito hit a good shot. It was deflected, and Berkey makes that look a lot easier than it is. But, Tim, I'm going to give you a number that very few people would know because they're not in the weeds the way I am. He has saved 5.97 goals, expected goals. Wow. And what I mean by that is that the inside numbers and analytically – he has single-handedly been the difference from St. Louis City giving up six more goals. Now, the second-best goalkeeper in the league is at two. So that's a four-goal difference. You and I both know the difference. That's probably three wins. And so where Roman Berkey's been fantastic is the leadership, uh, the ability and the experience, I think, there of being in big moments, big games. But that's not worth $2 million a year. What's worth $2 million a year is standing on your head, saving six goals on the season. That's number one in the league by far, and I think he has surpassed a lot of people's expectations. Lutz Fondenshield won't tell you he has. I can guarantee you he has, even to his standard, but he is surprised the heck out of me because very few, if any, goalkeepers have had this kind of performance this early on in their MLS tenure, and
0: Roman Berkey has been single-handedly the biggest difference by St. Louis City, it's in the position they are. Taylor Twelman, our guest, every Tuesday here on 101 ESPN. He is presented to you by Together Credit Union. So the three largest wins this year, uh, 4-0 Real Salt Lake, 5-1 Cincinnati in that weather-delayed game, and then the one you just were on the call of this past Saturday, Taylor. Possession was 42% or below, 39, 42, and 34, respectively. Obviously more successful turning teams over um, and then exploiting. But previous to the Kansas City game, the last four opponents have been letting them have the ball. How can they combat that moving forward? Do we see a real change that they can instill going forward here uh, into Vancouver from what you saw Saturday night? It's a
1: great question because I don't think there's an answer to that yet. I really don't. I think Portland, Minnesota, uh, they've laid the blueprint on how to go to St. Louis and play them. Um, And so I don't think there's an answer to that. I really think Bradley Carnot and his staff are still trying to figure that out. Now, the way you combat that is just say, you know what? We're not going to. We're still going to go forward. We're still going to high press. And if you want us to have the ball, we're still going to go 1,000 miles an hour forward. And the only reason why I say that, whether I agree with it or not, it still puts you in the mindset of the game being hectic. They won the game 4-0 over the weekend, 180 passes, Tim. Wow. Sporting Kansas City completed 330. So they don't want the ball. St. Louis City does not want the ball. That's not a secret. And so if you don't have that answer, I think Edwin Leuven and Blum, the balance there was very good. I think Leuven playing a little deeper helps this team because he gets on the ball in better spots. So if you do say, you know what, we're going to sit in and let St. Louis City on the ball, well, then Bradley Carnell can say, all right, fine, I'm putting my best player on the ball more than that. And so maybe that's the wrinkle that you see in weeks to come. But I don't think they have a definitive answer yet. And so the only way you can combat that if you're Bradley Carnell in St. Louis City is say, you know what, we're not going to do it. We're just going to make the game hectic as quickly as possible. And that's going to be playing in our attacking third and trying to turn them over. The best creator for St. Louis City right now is turning them over. We saw it with the second goal. We saw it even with the penalty. So it, that's the only way St. Louis City is going to create chances. But I do think you you saw a little bit of a wrinkle was Edwin Levin playing as a uh, number eight, deep-lying central midfielder versus playing as the
0: ten? I want to get your perspective on where they stand uh, when you take a look at uh, the Western Conference. Uh, you know, more than a third of the way through the season now at this point, hey, they're still up there um, and, uh, and have a game in hand on, uh, on Dallas, who, of course, they've played. Uh, is this thing, especially after this past Saturday night, still trending in a direction where you think that this team can, can get into the, the postseason? Yeah, I mean, I think the goals have
1: changed, if you want me to be completely honest. I think with the start that you've had now, I think you have to have the goal of hosting a playoff game. I think anything less would be a, a disappointing. I mean, listen, it's partially their fault, right? Never a, an expansion team in MLS history has gone 5-0. and So you do that, then everyone else is like, whoa, wait a minute. Now you've set the expectation bar a little higher. If they went 2-2-1, two, two and one, Tim, you and I are, you're not asking me that. Right. And if you are, you're asking me in the sense of if they get into the playoffs, it's still a success. I said this to Lutz. I said this to Bradley Carnell when we met before the game. The goal has to be hosting a playoff game. And they you can tell in their eyes, yeah, they wanted to agree with it. But the last six games, they've only won once against MLS opponents. So a little bit of humility set in. But the performance this weekend, you got Vancouver coming to your place where you should win that game. I don't know, my man. I think success in the level of expectation, that bar has to be hosting a playoff game.
0: All right, final question for you. Where did you dine while in St. Louis? A lot of talk of wearing your kit to to Annie Guns. Did that happen? And uh, other than Annie Guns, where did you go? I need to know. Well, I
1: wouldn't see any guns with the kid on. They yes. told me immediately to take it off if you want to be served, so I did. I <laughs> so was awkward sitting at the bar with no shirt on. Um, I, do, I do Pepper's Deli. Pepper's Deli in oh, West... In a nice is ...off the hook. Um, the veggie, the garden grinder a joke. And then naturally, the production um, crew had to have emo's post game. so... They had a million toasted
0: raviolis. How, how how was that received? Because as you know, many who are not from St. Louis uh, will frown and occasionally mock the St. Louis-style pizza.
1: I could care less what anyone thinks. I'm eating it. They are, too. And they they whether they like it or not, I could give two rats behind whether they like it or not
0: there you go that's the move i'm the host you will enjoy what i enjoy i like that i hear applause where's is the That's is that you jackson it's the gallery oh the gallery what a gallery we have here on 18 i mean what a gallery
1: that gallery travels with me wherever I go. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice to have on. that's nice to have
0: that support taylor always appreciate the time man thanks so much All right, see you guys next week. All right, that's Taylor Twelman brought to you by Together Credit Union here on Tuesdays on Balloon Party. I swear I heard clapping. That was me. Oh, it was you. Well, yeah, I'm the gallery. Your arms were moving, and I'm like, that Mike Ryder's got, like, some kind of... It's one of my secret stealth, tricks. really? I can clap without moving my arms. My goodness. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, Taylor Twellman, uh, every Tuesday, brought to you by Together Credit Union. Uh, we will finish up the half and half of uh, Jackson's Tuesday half and half, coming up in our final segment of Balloon Party, driven by Mungan, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.